0: The golden rule says you should treat others the way you want to be treated. But an unfortunate truth is that idea doesn't account for the driving power of wanting to prove someone wrong or get even. Media moguls Vince McMahon and Ted Turner turned the 90s cable airwaves into an open war zone of professional wrestling with millions of fans. The global superpowers of the 20th century even threw down to be the first to send a man to the moon just as a flex. There are stories where people crash and burn in perceived mutual hatred, too. Like naturalist Charles Waterton humiliating himself trying to bring down American burning icon James Audubon. But that's the beauty of beef. It's funny. It's dark. It's humanity in a nutshell. And it's a triple gold signal award-winning show from Next Chapter Podcasts. I'm Bridget Todd. Join me as I serve up the juiciest rivalries you've never heard of. Listen to Beef wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for the award winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST.
0: One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes.
1: Nice dress. Uh, It's a a T-shirt.
0: Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care.
3: listeners this grammy recap is gonna cause a feud it's gonna cause more than one feud ryan murphy's next production will be (laughs) Uh, feud fixing famous famous people people. (laughs) okay let's just
1: you think that but i'm hitting you in a i'm hitting you from the side that you don't even know really yes well yes
3: i no one loves to be hit from the side more than okay. I do, honestly. So we know that be, to be true. This is be, <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's
3: going to be magnificent. All right. We're going to start right off with Taylor and Celine. Clisters, okay, before so, way before wait. we start, you all need to know that Chris is like the world's biggest Celine fan. I don't know if that's been made as clear on this podcast as it. Should be like everyone comes up to me and talks about share, but I don't know that people know that Celine is your share.
1: I saw probably Celine Dion's last concert ever. Like wow. that's, I've seen her five times question mark. Like mm-hmm. I love her. Did I burst into tears when they announced her and she walked out? Like truly burst into tears and Hassan had to rub my, uh, my arm like in consoling me. And like, ah. I just- like was not consoled, like that's what, yeah. I mean, like, I can, as a, as a receiver
3: at. of a text with an all caps and exclamation pointed text, I can at least attest to the emotion that accompanied that walkout from yeah. Chris.
1: Burst now, into tears.
3: We are through. I mean, I think personally that her resurfacing in public you know, just just what a two weeks before the documentary comes out, what a coincidence! I'm so glad that she got well enough to do that at the Grammys. Oh,
1: how dare you? How anyway? Dare let's, you? Let's talk, Dominic. Uh,
3: look, I love a disease that works around the press schedule. That's all I can say. I That's w- all I can say. I'm
1: not even. I'm not even dignifying those words with a real response. Continue okay. on.
3: Well, then let's move on to something more ridiculous than what I just said, which is the non of Taylor Swift blowing off, ignoring, beating the shit out of, knocking down, hastening the, the death date of Celine Dion. Why
1: is this getting so much attention? I've watched it on hundred times. This is, and, and I, I Dominic, this is why. Dominic, this is why. Let's go, let's- <laughs> rewind it all the way back to the beginning of the Grammys. You have Miley Cyrus winning her first Grammy given to her by Mariah Carey. Yes. And she, I mean, what a great speech. She's like, oh my God, look who's giving me this award. I can't believe it. One of the most, like the biggest musical acts to ever exist. And one of the most talented singers of all time is giving me this award. This is crazy.
3: You don't have to twist my arm. I am with you there. Great moment.
1: Great moment. Tracy Chapman comes out and performs with whoever the fuck that was. Some man um, that I won't even, again, dignify that with his real name. Cause I don't even know what it is.
3: It's Luke Combs. Continue. Sure. You know, we have some listeners in the South. <laughs> sure. South <laughs> um, Jersey. No, we do have, we do have some <laughs> listeners in Georgia. I know this for a
1: fact. Truly no idea who this man is. Sure. Whatever. You have Tracy Chapman, an absolute icon that we've been—I mean, we haven't seen her in twenty some years. And Everyone by the way, looks how
3: Gore just is
1: she? great.
3: I mean, we don't talk about people's physical appearance except on this podcast. She's like model beauty. No, like, like
1: could walk down the runway tomorrow, model. Beautiful. Yes. Absolutely flawless. Looks even more beautiful than she did back in the day, which was really beautiful.
3: A hundred percent that she has aged like the proverbial fine wine.
1: Yeah. She, I mean, tears, absolute tears to that performance. Correct or incorrect? Uh, Absolutely correct. Beautiful. We then have Stevie Wonder. We then have... Annie Lennox, there was the Stevie Wonder thing, I I, I, I could have pressed. I, I don't know the, that it was thought. I but, thought out well. But however, he is an absolute household name and an icon. Yes,
3: performing. and he was in the room, and respect must be paid. Yes, yes. the performance. Annie, we, we Annie the Lennox
1: pass. giving giving a tribute to um, what is her name? Sinead, Sinead O'Connor. Yes, beautiful, 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 beautiful performance. Lovely
3: to see her causing controversy
1: at the end, calling for a ceasefire. Um, we then have like a few upstarty people, like Olivia Rodrigo, not being an idiot and like jumping around like a freak, but actually showing us people that yes. think that she's like she's t- she's a, a, a tween, talent. nothing yep. that she's a she's really a- good singer. Correct,
3: one hundred percent. I just want to. We're by the way, we're in. I I'm just confirming this with you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We are in minute four of what is a dissertation. We're ending up with why the Taylor uh-huh. Celine thing uh-huh. matters. Okay. Uh huh. We're, how many acts is this play that we're in? We're because going. I, no, we're I, okay. going. Okay. Okay. Right. just
1: Stay with me. Okay. We then have Brandy Carlisle introduce. Mm hmm. I'm notice I skip right over Travis Scott because in the, that was my bathroom. I, break. I, I honestly Goodbye. didn't notice. I don't
3: have the rundown in front of me, but that performance was good. good a bathroom
1: bye. Break. Goodbye. It's a bathroom break. He I'll continue. We then have <laughs> Brandy Carlisle, like an yes. absolute, like when you talk about someone who's like a current musician, that is like, up there with the greats, Brandy Carlisle introducing and then performing with one of the biggest legends in music history, Joni Mitchell, yes. that performance rocked me to my core. It was
3: fantastic. It was timely. It was evergreen. There are generations of people who have never heard of her who uh-huh. now yes. will, and that uh-huh. was the best part about that performance. And. For it me, was, is that no. it was an easy way to reintroduce herself to the world.
1: And, like, just a beautiful, what, oh, God. I'll be thinking about the performance for a very, very, very long time. Yes. And all of this is careening. Then we have Billy Joel performing a new song. Right. it's This isn't, like, your teeny way, do you, bopper. Do you think Joni Mitchell
3: ever, like, do you think backstage at the Grammys, Joni Mitchell looks at Brandi Carlisle and says, can't... Can I rest now? You've been dragging me everywhere for like the better part of half a decade, bitch. No, really. I'm no. grateful well, like, to be out of the house. I'm yes, grateful she's it's like, up to both of our profiles. But yes, can I please yes, go back like, to Santa Barbara and let my Oprah me rest? Yeah, like, let please. Me, yeah.
1: No, she for real. But they're no, they're like best friends. They like do the, the Joni, are. the Joni. How dare you, the Joni <laughs> Jam? Like they like write songs I know. together and stuff. It's like really yes. beautiful. So all this- Careening is like and Billy Joel was where we left off. Yeah, Billy Joel performing a new song. Like, again, many people that don't know who Billy Joel is that are right. 11, right. like, you know, are seeing that for the first time. All this is careening towards them saying, a secret person that no one knows who is it going to be is going to come give the final award of the night. Okay. I'm skipping over Fantasia doing the Tina Turner thing because nothing you're going to say about that performance is going to be nice. So I'm trying to... <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna- what I- are just- you... I just know, Dominic, I know, I've- the texts I've received about that performance are not going to be airable on this podcast. And so I'm moving right along from that performance, not including it. Although, be- like, Tina needed a... Perfor- Tina needed a tribute. She needed a tribute, and
3: Fantasia (laughs) Barino gave one of the most energetic performances of the night. (laughs) I have rephrased the text that (laughs) I wrote. I I, I don't have anything further to say about Fantasia Barino. Right along, eating up the 2023-24 (laughs) award season. I I don't have anything to
1: say about it. All All of this is barreling towards the album of the year
0: mm-hmm. it is
1: revealed that it is Celine Dion Celine mm-hmm. Dion walks out on stage She's the mystery and, person she right. is the mystery person she has only been seen at what like one hockey game once in a te- in a photo yes. since covid basically oh
3: i thought she was actually playing goalie at that
1: game am so
3: i, I is this wrong I'm, this I, is I, this no. is where she's i'm
1: gone. Re- right. you really want me to get mad at you now i got it, like not even in a funny way in a real way uh, she uh, she Gives this beautiful speech about how 27 years ago, Diana Ross and Sting gave her this exact award. And so I am now presenting. Now, again, think of all of the things that we have seen in the night. People that are absolute walking iconic legends giving (sighs) awards to younger artists and like passing the baton to them. What happens? Taylor Swift wins, obviously. Everyone's like, I didn't know she was going to win. Of course she was going to fucking win.
3: It like, wasn't, and of course, even the night, it wasn't, they, the awards were split sure. between many people. Sure. I think SZA was was the expected no. upset. I, I really do. The Grammys are popu-
1: The Grammys are a popularity contest. They always have been, and they definitely are now, and it was going <laughs> to be her. She wins the award. I watch... Basically the scene in the matrix where the bullets are coming and he like goes backwards. Like the one that's been parodied 95. Like if you actually just watch her walk up onto that stage, it is wild. The things she does to avoid eye contact with the person that is giving her the award, let alone an absolute icon (laughs) that is a, that we should all be grateful is in front of our eyes. I'm going to pause you there for
3: one moment and say that outside of the Taylor and Celine brouhaha, I I don't think that the room did enough when Celine Dion walked out. I thought I agree. That the ovation was low and certainly did not go on long.
1: Agree. Enough. I
3: respected that the audience appeared to remain standing for the entire duration that she was out there as though Jesus or Cher had walked out on Mm -hmm. the stage Mm -hmm. and worthy of it. And look, I tell jokes about everybody because it's why uh, Cher put me on this planet. But (laughs) Celine Dion is one of the greatest singers of all time. And certainly one of the most satisfying, hilarious celebrities who has ever walk to the earth it's like she's got this monumental talent and she is a kooky bitch yeah bananas yeah great (laughs) just she's just a good time gal like everyone loves her gay straight you name it um so i thought in general the energy in the room wasn't sort of like People weren't falling well, they, down when she got. I'm out not gonna there. lie,
1: they were they were spent after Joni Mitchell. They had Annie Lennox up there. Like you know, sure. it was a lot. It was a lot, right? But what right. I will say is is and the whole point. I'm erasing the fact that it's Celine Dion and it's Taylor Swift. Like that's not what this is. It is you have it is every single way possible. They have set this up for you to be like, look how likable I could be if I bow to this beautiful icon just right. like someone else did at the beginning of the night and like give the award. She literally never looks her in the face as I was watching it for the first time. I was like, why the fuck is she not looking at Celine Dion? And then I go, Oh no, don't worry. She's going to say, I, I can't believe that Celine Dion is giving me an award. And then she just talks about Lana Del Rey the whole time <laughs> who she think- dragged on the stage with her. It was unwillingly. Yeah. It, yeah. Real, truly kicking and screaming, honestly. It was it was so baffling, and yes, is it a big deal? No, is it like who cares? But I've just never, never, not. It could have been a piece of trash off of the street that was handing her the award. You, when someone's (laughs) handing you something, you look them in the eyes. This is outlandish. This is
3: outlandish.
1: It was the wildest thing I've ever seen in my life. I stand by it forever. Go ahead, tell me what you think. You are listen. I'm going to use. Dominic, if it was Cher, you would have a pitchfork at her doorstep today, first and foremost. Well, that
3: is accurate. That's yeah, Thank you accurate. so much. <laughs> Here's what I really think, though. I think that Taylor Swift, and I'm not a Swifty at all. I don't either. her, but no. I'm not a Swifty. I think she's, an, she, she's another kooky bitch. She's a complete goofball, and... I think that she was excited about making history and excited that her friend was there and was much more focused on the people who were winning with her and having won the award. Like I think she was genuinely breathless about it. So the thing, when she did go up to Celine, she definitely did not look at her from the time she got up there until the time she took the award. I truly think she was preoccupied because I'm convinced that as they're cutting away she, look, she gets up to the mic and says something, and then she turns camera left and I, I feel like is looking directly at Celine and smiling and shrugging her shoulders like, can you fucking believe this, and not thinking anything about it. I don't think it was deliberate.
1: I don't think it was deliberate either. It was just the wildest thing I've ever seen in my life. Like, I really am not, like, I don't think she snubbed her. Like, I don't think she's like, I'm deliberately not saying this to her. I think she's just oblivious, and that's the problem. Like to have, and it's and the point. The reason I recapped every single fucking performance is because, like, at every turn during this very, very good award ceremony, may I? It was add, pretty good. It like, was. I thought back to basics. Very like, let's. It wasn't like mm-hmm. every performance. I was like, who is this now? Like, it was very classic, and like even the
3: writing was a little less plotting and annoying. Yes, you know, it, was, it just was sort of like in and out.
1: It was very. I really loved watching it. Truly. But to have every single thing building to this moment and like it being so clear that this is the theme of the night is like, here's this humongous celebrity giving another humongous celebrity in a way that she was just, I mean, the camera couldn't even stay on her cause she was like whipping around and running this way and running like she did everything that she could to not be looking forward as she went down the stage. It was, I, I'm surprised she didn't fall on her face. I she was looking God, backwards imagine. as she was walk- walking
3: forwards. Do you? I mean, this can't be true, right? Because the dresses that Celine and Taylor were wearing were mildly similar in structure. Do you believe that someone put that marigold jacket on Celine because <laughs> they, were, I, they were afraid that the dresses looked too much alike? I, no, I read but- this on the internet in several oh, places. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, I'm not
1: making it up. Oh, my God. I wonder if that's what it was. I mean either way she looked I beautiful. Know. I loved the jacket. It was I looked, loved the jacket. It was beautiful.
3: Celine yeah. looked great. She really she did. She looks great. But Dominic, For who's I mean Ill, she's she's she looks remarkably not. She's You can say whatever,
1: whatever you want and I'm it. not and listen, I could really be picking on her and be like she's ungrateful. She stood up every fucking performance and made it all about her because she knew all the cameras would be recording her dancing to someone else's song. Um, I, I could I could go there and I'm not. I'm being respectful. It was the wildest thing I have ever seen in my life. that <laughs> <Like> she grabbed <laughs> the award from this person who is in the living icon while she's looking at her friend and won't even turn her head to look her in the eyes as she receives the award from this person. Right.
3: Well, that um, that did happen. Yeah, I just, I'll never I don't think get it was
1: intentional. I, I'll never get over it.
3: Again, I'm not even a swifty, and I think I will say a percentage of her jumping up and dancing was because she was genuinely having a good time. Sure. What I think is the the I think the worst thing she did all night was get up there and win for pop vocal and not thank anybody and just say my new album comes out yeah. people and Wait, that's, that i thought was so much more egregious than like that part taking is, i thought Grammy that was and great beating, i was, with it. I no, was I think like, that was like <laughs> that's where you really speak to the fans like she was like this i wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the fans and so for the fans i have the, I, I don't know it was too for her who usually seems very like casual about shit like that. It it felt it was like Oh no, too I much feel like me.
1: I feel like she was No, I liked it. I cuz I feel like she was like, "Oh, you guys got me this Emmy. Here's a gift. It's a new album." Like all we all they want is more music from her.
3: I felt the earth shake, by the way, when she said that. Like,
1: oh, I, I was like I felt like I felt the ground shake. Yes. Yes. A tectonic plate was like shifting <laughs> underneath us, truly. Like she is the most at this point She
3: is, if she's not the most famous person of my lifetime, most famous celebrity, I mean, Madonna at her peak, but I do believe like the mania of Taylor Swift, I believe because of Travis Kelsey, because of like one album, because of all of it, I mean, she very well might be like the most Overpublicized. And, I mean, and she's powerful. Kardashian level. Kardashian, no, she's Taylor bigger. Swift. She's
1: bigger. You think she's, she's bigger than way Jim? bigger than them? Yes. Yeah. She's and and more powerful. Yeah, like the Kardashians are there, but every time they do something, everyone's like, "You guys are fucking idiots." Like, yeah. you know what I mean? They always just slam You're right. them. You're right. About like the power. with Taylor, she is so powerful. You're actually a thousand Which percent right. Why I don't why. feel bad that I'm criticizing that she didn't look at Celine Dion in the face.
3: Everyone. Um, well, first of all, you should never feel bad about any celebrity we talk about here. Um, second of all, um, th- that's why everyone is using her as a lightning rod for political bullshit, because she is powerful. i yeah, 100%. percent afraid that she's going to Biden. And really, at this point, um, why would she even do it? Like, why should she even enter that arena? No, I it's wouldn't. Like, we don't talk position. about politics
1: at all. We're nobody. There's no, and we're like, there. we don't want to touch this mean? with a ten foot pole.
3: I don't think in her place, like, well, when you have this, you know, with great power comes great re- responsibility. It's like she's a, she's an icon. She's a gay icon. She already uh, voted for the man once before. She doesn't need to do it again at the literal, literal peak of her all time powers. There's just no need for it. There's, there's not.
1: No, it's crazy that I-, I From a mean,
3: PR that. standpoint. I mean, and from a do yeah. what I like her to do it. Yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd pro- I would be more apt to buy and listen to her shit if she, you know, she, uh, whatchamacallit, endorsed the candidate that I want to vote for. But I just don't think it's necessary. No,
1: no. me either. That's like, I'm not even- that's so far away from what i'm talking like it's where terrible. i'm at with her it's, it's like i'm
3: i'm so because of i i'm going to cause of her involvement i cannot wait to watch the super
1: bowl i am same. not ashamed
3: to admit it yeah
1: same and like uh, watch we, the game and like really pay attention
3: oh yeah i'm uh, counting the <laughs> amount of times when she shot i'm very yeah. blessed this year to be watching oh, the God. super bowl at the home of lesbians who i will be pap- peppering with questions all day about how the sport is played because i just don't i mean beginning to end never once never a football game beginning to end never you never happen no that's crazy maybe maybe when i was in college maybe i stayed for a whole game but i don't think i've ever even watched a full one from beginning to end Um, It's just not my thing. I bet a lot of people out there who are football fans have never watched Ordinary People from beginning to end. uh,
1: Goodbye. Okay, let's move on. (laughs) on. I can't. But that's. I mean, other than her being Neo in The Matrix, I mean, I don't know what else to say. It was a great Grammys. I will say that Miley Cyrus needs mental care. I. Um, But. Does but she, she or great. do we
3: need to be drinking her blood and no, having No, but she she looks
1: great. She sounded great. She did great. Loved her. She it. was yelling at the I don't know why she was yelling at the audience, but she was. And she she looked fantastic. I thought she deserved the award she won. Right. I love that she sort of half jumped
3: on the bandwagon of saying the Grammys weren't necessary, where she was like, this doesn't mean anything, and then turned around to her crew. She goes, but it does, though, right, guys? Yeah, <laughs> no, was she, like, oh, I thought she that was, was the line of the night. Out
1: of her mind. Yeah, out of her no, mind.
3: <laughs> and I love that, like, half the people winning the awards were just like, these awards suck. I was like, then why are yeah. you there, girl? <laughs> Stay home.
1: I love, it was funny, though.
3: Um, wait, I fuck can't fuck. even get involved in the in the Beyonce, the Grammys are racist debate because I'm, the whole situation confuses me so much that I don't have anything intelligently to add to the conversation. Well, that they
1: basically, I mean, it's just, he just said what like many of the fans have been saying forever is that basically like, although she has the most Grammys ever of any person ever, like she's never won album of the year, which is like, in theory, but, the most prestigious Grammy. Well, that's what I mean because it
3: doesn't make it, it. So doesn't make sense that in my head I'm like, this can't,
1: this yeah, like, can't how be deliberate. Be? They've given yeah, yeah.
3: her everything. Like, why is like is it some sort of deliberate racist joke? Like, you can win the most of all time, but we're not going to give you the one you want. I mean, there are people, I guess, that would think that well, that's way. The, it would be but, shocking to me.
1: But that's like the argument.
3: But why give her? Like, if they're being deliberately racist, why are they giving her? all of the awards because they're like you're you're so
1: amazing so we can't not give you any because then we look really bad but we'll never give you the one that you like that's like the biggest honor
3: right well i mean you know i love that jay-z got up there and basically it was like the math ain't math and that i do agree with and there are there are other, there's always been award arguments like that. Like how does something get nominated for best picture and not best director or vice versa, which is really what this situation is. Like, why are you telling us how great we are below the line, but you're not
1: Yeah, correct. Uh, giving yeah. us
3: the top, which I and get, like,
1: but. And it's not for nothing. Like Beyonce is one of the most, like other than Taylor Swift, she's probably number two as far as like most influential people in music period done. Yes. So it's like the yes. fact that she's never won this before is crazy.
3: I can't remember who beat her le- oh Harry's house. Harry Styles. Ad- and Adele. Right.
1: Adele but- beat her. And Adele was like, I want to give this to you. Like I don't even want this. Like right. you deserve to have this. Like, remember like her Adele whole was like. Adele beat
3: Lemonade and yes. uh, Harry's house beat Renaissance. But anyway, we have uh, beaten the Grammys to absolute death. May they stay there because I'm done. Talking about it. I like that this show comes out on Wednesdays because Wednesday is sort of like the last day that I'm willing to hear any yeah, of yeah. you about, bitch like, about something <laughs> that happened on Sunday night. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like picture yeah. Sundays as New Year's Day and Wednesdays are January 10th. Like I don't want to hear about it anymore. No Wait, Happy you, New Year's. No Celine and Taylor. This is it today, guys. But do, do not you not come agree? to me at the duplex on Friday and start talking about Celine Dion.
1: But I know that my friend Seamus is going to do this. Agree. Yeah, he sh- and he should, and I'll be right there with him to agree. <gasps> don't, I, don't, ag- <sighs> go ahead, what? Um, but you have to agree that I'm right, that it, everything was careening towards her giving this award to, this, to Taylor. The whole show was building to this moment.
3: Meaning her- it was being produced for that, that this yes. was going to be the big
1: moment. Yes, yes. Okay, thank you. That's all, moving on.
3: I didn't know that that's what you were intimating about, like with the careening and the... Uh, Like everything is like
1: a little version of what we're about to see, which is like this dynamite giving another dynamite an award.
3: Well, I agree with you there. Um, I don't know that that was our argument. Speaking
1: of this fight,
3: speaking of feuds, I want to say this: Yeah, if Ryan Murphy's next installment of his feud series isn't Brittany versus Justin. Then he needs to jump in a volcano because why even be here if you have the power to tell this, the story of our time, why you wouldn't do it with these star-crossed lovers? Since we last did an installment of the show, (laughs) Dual uh, apologies, -apologies, non-apologies, I don't apologize to fucking anybody, gonna run home with your mommy.
1: There's a lot to get into on- Britney watch.
3: Oh, baby, baby. Hey, y'all. It's been a big (laughs) week, y'all. I apologized to Justin and then Justin did a concert and sang Croix, me river. And he said he not apologizing to fucking nobody. So then I went on Instagram and said, Oh yeah, well I take back my apology. You're going to run to your mama like you did the last time. Hey
1: y'all big week, <laughs> big week. <laughs> to quote Wendy Williams death to all of them i want him to rot <laughs> like you fucking i'm like going off now now i'm really mad you fucking idiot you think that you're going to get up on that stage and say i'm apologize i need to apologize to absolutely fucking no one and that we aren't all going to come our dancing knives sharpened and pointed right at you are you kidding me in all he- seriousness, Justin Timberlake
3: puts his family in danger when he says yes. stuff like that. Because the Brittany Army, they are dedicated and they are also, I mean, to say that this, there are millions of you that are unhinged, I mean that in the best possible way. I know that you're dedicated to the cause. I wouldn't let any of you watch my dog. I mean, I think that you're all that <laughs> severely cracked mentally. Um, but you are devoted to this one this one being this one deity, and Justin and like, puts Jessica Biel
1: and his children at risk. It is, I mean, what a what a snafu! Like, how on earth do you think that that is supposed to be something anyone wants wants to see? I mean, it's
3: got to be that no publicity is bad publicity. I, it has to be. There will be it, people protesting at every single one concert. Of its concert stops um but they'll probably all still sell out. I mean that's how that's how he's letting every city know he's in town by the lead story on the news being these concerts are being protested and also there are some seats left.
1: It's I mean just don't say anything. Just don't say anything. What like the he had the audacity to come and do all this in the first place and then to be like I have nothing to be sorry for.
3: It was very petty.
1: It was very yeah. pe- he he should have after she was like guys like be nice like don't like i want him i want you guys to be nice to him like yeah that's what that's what he didn't like
3: right because he didn't want it to see he he was thinking to himself i've already apologized for this a thousand times now she's gonna settle it by saying something and he was probably thinking fuck that yeah i gotta look hard because i gotta be from florida
1: He's a fucking loser. Well, he's actually
3: from his, Tennessee, right? His the, songs the, all are the boy bands
1: are from Florida. The new songs are terrible. Have you listened to not the, the one no. song could be anyone, no. the selfish or whatever? Benny I saw him another doing an acoustic, one.
3: He did an acoustic version of it yesterday on uh Instagram. That's the only one I've seen. I didn't what watch a, the SNL performances. He makes me uncomfortable. He's not aging well. He looks rubber.
1: Yeah. And again, as Rachel, one of the listeners said, she said, the fact that this, this song has doesn't have a beat or a melody is crazy. <laughs> or like doesn't have a chorus or a melody. <laughs> like it He's was sharp and flat the whole it's way through. Insane. I he can't is. believe I mean. And then Britney was like, actually never mind, go fuck yourself, which I you know, I was giving her and a standing ovation deserved of Celine Dion coming to the Grammys in I my love- house alone.
3: That really was the response, though. I mean, it really was that immature, and she's so unabashed about it. She said, actually, never mind. I take my apology back. Go run to your mommy and fuck you. It's like, oh, now we're getting somewhere. Yeah, you
1: little bitch. And I'm like, so into that.
3: Like, if this is a Housewives reunion, we are not going to break for a very (laughs) long time. Like, sit down. Yeah. So, Ryan Murphy, please make this happen, honestly. How dare! There's, so, there's the vengeance that they, after all these decades, speaking of vengeance, I don't know who to congratulate. Is it Meghan Markle or Camilla that gave <laughs> King Charles cancer? Because it did not happen on its own.
1: That's horrible.
3: It did not happen on its own. For the third time, it did not happen
1: on its own. Well, the Royals are dropping like flies. Is Kate Middleton out of the hospital yet? Gee, what what happened? What changed about the royal family that all of a sudden they just started
3: dropping like flies? Because Meghan Markle put a curse on everybody. (laughs) Stop. She was not fucking around. She's scarred by Mexit and she is chanting and making bad things happen to this family. If it's not her, it's definitely got to be Camilla, who's like, it's you like know Diana's what? spirit.
1: Yeah. I, like Diana.
3: I became queen. Now be gone
1: because yeah, now died. when you die, I'm yeah. still
3: going to be the queen. It doesn't matter anymore. Put me on a coin, Charles.
1: Yeah. I've been in the long game for too long of a time. Been- I mean, she's probably mentally damaged from it,
3: but. Of course, Fixing Famous People is a giant fan of all members of the royal family because you are the frivolous glamour that we aspire to. And we are not happy that King Charles has cancer. We wish him a speedy recovery. But his prognosis, at least with the initial reports, it seems like they caught it early and they're going to fix it.
1: Well, that's good. But I mean, it really is like, this is what we've been saying for like years, my whole life, basically, is like... He's gonna become the king and then like die like Absolutely, like it's Absolutely. so sad that that's exactly what it is. I mean, William might be this. I'm I'm speaking very flippantly about death and cancer, but like William might be getting into the throne a little bit sooner than he thought.
3: And I'll tell you what. Also, I wonder. We should ask Kristen Meinzer what she thinks about
1: this. I well, think well, we that we can't Charles, get to her. We can't get to her because she's on CNN every day now. Is she?
3: Yes, let's her. Yes. I think that there's a possibility that Charles would abdicate if he gets, if he has gets like a little gun shy because Too of sick. this illness, yeah. because you know, he's been in public life his whole life. I do believe that he and Camilla genuinely love each other. And I think he would probably, I bet that this could make him retire from public life and hand it all over to and like, uh, just get Wills. well,
1: like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if that like, go get well, like no one will be upset with you. It's like, right. But or is he going to hang on to it as long as he can because he's waiting? I don't listening.
3: know. It's funny to talk about it this seriously because we are pretending as though the the role of a king is that of a like a any, and it's other streets, than to be in the, the Daily
1: Mail every day. Yeah, like other than-
3: like as far as I know, <laughs> yeah. their daily chores involve going to like bake offs and collecting checks from the government and, and watching their
1: jewels yeah. be polished and eating yeah, doing walkabouts. Yeah, yeah, doing walkabouts. Right. Right. Yeah. So uh,
3: we do um, we do wish him well, and I guess. Yeah,
1: is Kate Middleton out of the hospital? My question is I, that I for don't, don't now, as of I, press
3: time, I don't know if like she's that's out
0: yet.
1: Crazy, you know?
3: Yeah, nothing can happen to her. I mean, there no. is the Windsor curse. They've talked about it for years. I mean, there's not, you know, no royal family is immune from this sort of nonsense.
1: Speaking of prostate exams, <laughs> Drake's penis is humongous.
3: Drake's penis could perform an endoscopy on, uh, well, me really. Yeah. Man, if he wants. <laughs> um, yeah. Drake's dick was all over Twitter yesterday. And, I, you know, by the end of the day, our friend Tom texts us to say that it's been wiped from the Internet. I want to wipe my dick pics off the Internet. How can I how do I yeah. have to be famous <laughs> to do that? It's another reason why I should become famous. Please share this podcast with everyone so I become powerful enough to wipe my dick pics off the internet. Thank you, listeners. You going to review of- this
1: too? Are you going no. to
3: give us a blow by blow? I'm
1: not. <laughs> I will say we did make it out of this without us actually getting to a legitimate fight, which I'm happy about. What did you think we were going to fight about? I don't know. I just thought you were going to be like... I am still stewing about you thinking that Celine Dion's illness is fake, and I'll have to just bring that up with you on Friday in person, and that'll just be what it is, but it is I it don't is. think okay, wait. that
3: Celine Dion is faking her illness. I do not. So However, it was, easy,
1: it was too easy for you to pass up and to make it was about. way too easy because it's <laughs> yeah. like, oh my God, she's
3: in public and debuting on Amazon Prime, February 13th. It just is a showbiz thing. I know that she's ill, obviously. Yeah. So I don't want any, well, whatever spe- Celine Dion heads are called. Please don't spit in me. Spit on me. If you see me in
1: public. Speaking of documentaries. Yeah. You know, I'm like waiting with baited breath. For the Wendy Williams documentary that's coming oh, yeah. out. Like, I'm nervous. I'm going to be watching it with my hands, like through my, like webbed hands over my mm-hmm. eyes. Like one eye peeking out. Like mm-hmm. it's cringing, but I'm, I cannot fucking wait.
3: It just, I, it looks, I, it looks heartbreaking. I
1: know. Heartbreaking. And I know I'm just going to sit there and cry the whole time, but like, it's what we wanted. We begged for this.
3: We did. I watched the whole thing with my jaw agape. My mouth agape until she whipped around at one point and said, I'm 138 pounds, to which I actually screamed at the computer, Goals, girl. Way to go. I was actually happy that she weighed that little. She looks terrible. It's because I want to weigh that. Oh,
1: my. Well, in other news, we are having our very first live Zoom. Yes. For the Long Island iced tea tier of the Patreon. We are going to be. Fixing normal people. You guys are normal coming people with your questions. You're coming with your problems. you're coming with your snafus. You're submitting them beforehand, hopefully, so we can get a little you know, wrap our heads around it like we do for the normal episodes. And then we're talking about it on a live zoom with all of the Long Island ice tea tier. It is on February eighteenth at seven thirty pm. Eastern Time. All you have to do is sign up for the Long Island Ice tea tier of the Patreon and you can be with us. There's going to be a lot of guests that you've heard on this podcast that are going to be signing in Mm -hmm. and we are ready and we're going to let it all hang out and we're going to have the best time and we're so excited. So I hope you guys come. And let's just say we don't have confirmation that
3: Celine Dion will not be there. Or will she? (laughs) We just can't say either way. That's all we We can say.
1: We don't know. We can't say. We can't say. It's all we can say. Uh, Speaking of men with humongous penises, I think
3: (laughs) this is truly the bridge. Yes. (laughs) Oh, it's a bridge. bridge. All right. Oh, yes.
1: We need to get to um, our client for the day.
3: Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.
1: You know her from Next Food Network Star. You know her from her podcast, You Are So Creative. You know her from her Instagram, where she does amazing recipes. It is Nikki Dinky, one of the funniest people I've ever met. Here she is.
2: Hi! Wow. I mean, I don't want to compete with Dominic for funniest, but I'll take one of the. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for saying that. I'm a fan of the show. I'm a fan of you guys. So, it just is a just a joy to be here and like I now I get to see how the magic happens.
1: Yeah. Well,
3: get oh, right. you're <laughs> going to be disappointed. You yeah, are going to be very upset. <laughs> There's whatever's below
1: basic, that's what it takes to put this together. <laughs>
2: I would um, expect nothing less or more. But
1: before we go on, Nikki, tell us a little bit about your podcast.
2: Ooh, so my podcast um, is semi recently started. Um, it's called You're So Creative. And it's really for any kind of entrepreneur or self starter, but especially creative professionals. And, you know, we're just kind of going and talking to all of my favorite people from the food world to the fashion world to tattoo artists to all sorts of brand creators. Um, and, you know, Forming a little bit of a community there and giving people a chance to talk about, you know, these sometimes very isolated careers um, as creative people. Um, but also giving people like actual tips and tricks to leave with. So it's just kind of all the conversations I was having with my super awesome creative friends who are doing amazing things and kind of sharing that with everyone. But it's really, really, yeah, it's really fun. And it's definitely something to check out, especially if you are kind of doing your own thing or you've got your own podcast like you guys, you know?
3: (laughs) And I will say this about Nikki, if you're not familiar with her, yeah. she is like the non-annoying kind of bubbly. And I, if you if you are annoyed by bubbly people, you know what I'm talking about. No, Dominic, and, I don't mean to
2: interrupt you. Go on. It's just a great compliment. You no, know I don't know that I, like I can it. even <laughs> offer you a better
3: compliment. It's just like, it's good energy that doesn't make you hate good energy. Mm. That's that's what you are, basically. Because
2: most good energy to me is... Uh,
3: well, people always,
2: people always ask me, or they used to, especially when I was younger, like, are you on drugs? What's going on? You're, you know, so energetic. And I'm like, well, just me, just me being bubbly. Um, but I do think I have more layers than that. So yes, I like to keep it fun, but like there's a, you know, a very serious note about me. So thank you. That yeah. was a very nice compliment.
3: Oh, you're welcome.
1: Speaking of extremely serious people. <laughs> <laughs> We're here to discuss someone who has been on this list, our client list, from the very beginning. Day one. This is Day a person one. who has
3: angered people enough for such a long time that when we told them this concept, this, was, this man's name was on their
1: list. I'm serious. like It might have been the first submission that we ever got, and, it, and that man's name is Nick
3: Cannon. His name is Nick Cannon. But before we go further, we must, of course, ask Chris and our guests to guess Nick Cannon's middle name.
2: You know, it's funny. I knew you guys did this. And I remember thinking, oh, I should... Oh, I know. Actually, I, I thought I wasn't going to Google it, but I did think I would like think of something witty to say. And amazingly, here I am, having thought no more about it since the last time I had this thought. What, I'll, let, I'll let Chris take the lead on this one. Chris, what do you think his middle name is? <laughs> you look Nicholas. so confident for those who can't see him. You've never Nic-
3: seen a human being take anything more seriously than Chris takes the middle name challenge every week. It's, it is wartime for him, this part of the show.
2: Nicholas... Hmm. You're really making us I wait for say, I, can, no, I wanted I can, to say it. in, 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 in that long me? pause. I came up. I think I, came I can up get it. you want Nicholas, me
1: to go now? <laughs> Nicholas Garrett Cannon. Wow. Okay, Nicholas Garrett Cannon.
3: Strong. Nikki, what is your <laughs> guess?
2: Okay. um for some reason, B came to me. So you know, I'm a little psychic. Like I think I'm a little in tune with like you know, okay, something extra in the world. Um, hence my abilities at like a craps table or a roulette table. Ooh. so I I felt like B was very important. Um, and so I went to Benedict because it's like <laughs> oh, overly
1: beautiful guess. <laughs> beautiful guess
2: but like you know and he would be one of those like old lords that like you know i don't know that's where i went with wow dad. wow garrett, yeah, i'm so right garrett
3: no garrett and benedict you are all like you're the parents of all the people at mommy and me in williamsburg at this garrett <laughs> and benedict i am floored When you hear how simple this name was, normally, (laughs) normally, Chris and any guest will guess like the simple version, and it ends up being Marston or Cartier or something utterly ridiculous. This week, you have given us two, what I will just call upstairs at Downton Abbey names. (laughs) And you are. I changed
2: my answer to Sam.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Close, close. Nicholas. Scott Cannon.
2: God
1: damn it.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: You know, because Scott he comes is a... from a simple background, you know? Like he's really it's just it's a
3: simple name. It's a it's a simple yeah. name, Scott. Yeah. And here we are. This he's really 40...
2: disappointed. It's okay. It's okay.
3: He's a Libra and he's 43 years of age. For those of you who might have thought you stumbled onto a pageant podcast, we can do that as well. Please go to <laughs> the channel.com. Famous people.
1: I mean, (laughs) you're such an idiot. Um, so Nick Cannon. I mean, obviously, let's just not beat around the bush. Like the reason he's on the list is because he has 900 kids from like 900 people. So yeah, 902
2: was the last count.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So that's like obviously the most what we're gonna unpack. But like, let's back up for two seconds and talk about like. I mean, he is an actor as like a young person. He was in a bunch a of shows. A child star. You,
3: he could be yeah. described mm. as a child star. He was a teenager when he was on um, All That.
2: He was, was on he All That? he really
3: on All That?
2: I loved All That.
3: Allow me to refer to the...
2: <laughs> is it Wikipedia or
3: Wikipedia? <laughs> Nicholas Cannon, blah, blah, in television, Cannon began as a teenager on All That before going on to host the Nick Cannon show, Wild and Out, America's Got Talent, lip sync battle shorties, which I assume is the child version of lip sync battle. What no, do they, they do there? Megan the Stallion. I don't know. Unless it's with dwar- like it's an all. What's with all his wives? It's all his.
1: No, it's all his. The women. Oh it's all the women he's had kids ah. with. Is what it is. Well, I sure think that Dominic, it's it's pronounced shotties. No, but okay. this is the thing. <laughs> I,
3: that kind shotties is s h a w. This. Program Lip Sync Battle Shorties. <laughs> these are the racist things that I edit out of the podcast. Because my <laughs> even trying to spell these things, I feel like I'm wearing a clan hood. And someone's going to write in and say, burn him. Lip Sync Battle Shorties. And of course, The Masked Singer. As an actor, he's been in the films Drumline, Drumline, Love Don't Cost a Thing, and Roll Bounce. As a rapper, he released his debut self-titled album in 2003 with the single Jigolo, which was unfortunately a collaboration with R. Kelly. <laughs>
1: oh, Yowza. <laughs> That's ooh. woo. So I, mean, I don't I don't remember I, I don't remember him on all that. I'm not gonna lie to you. And I and I was all that. Like well, after the two of you would know like
3: I'm older than you and so to me I he just sort of I guess he came when he was on Wild and Out is how he entered my mind because I was back and forth producing stuff at MTV at the time. That's the only way I would even know. But I think it's from Wild and
1: Out. No, Wild and Out definitely made him well, Drumline was like, he's a movie star now. Mm-hmm. Like after being on like TV as a kid, like Drumline was like, Oh, he like is the star of a movie. Whether that be like a made for, I think it was like a made for TV. And
3: is, is he the star like, of that
2: movie? No, yes, he's the main it made character. For TV. That was a real movie. I feel, was I feel it? like people like know that movie. I w- I don't remember it that well. Was he an actual good actor in that movie?
1: Unclear. Does it matter? I don't
3: know. I don't even remember it.
1: Nikki, does it matter? <laughs> I guess that's a no. But, he, but regardless, <laughs> Wild and Out then became like a big. Like a big show on MTV when I was a teenager. Like it was fun and there was all kinds of really cool rappers there. And then like he didn't stop. He hasn't stopped hosting things since.
2: Well, he really like, became a host. I do like that he dipped his toe as a rapper. He's like, you know what? I'm a pretty attractive black man. Like, I might, I might as well give this a try,
1: just yeah, like, in case. I, mean, I, mean, like, like, yeah, like, I, I should be know. a rapper, question mark. I arc? mean, yeah.
2: if every
3: contestant on Drag Race can do it, Nick Cannon can give it a whirl. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so uh, I don't know. Like, And then I, I'm telling you, like, I, I knew him from Wild and Out, but he was just sort of part of that whole... I don't know. He was just an MTV guy like a Dan Cortez Uh or just like a people that I'm only going to know from there and then never see again. And then one day you're just reading the purple section of USA today and you think that you see it says Mariah Carey married. (laughs) And you're like, him.
1: (laughs) what? Well, that is where I'm going to triangulate. Like he did then skyrocket into a level of fame that he would never have achieved if it was not to marry the biggest diva on the planet, Mariah yes,
2: One Hashtag Avi. 1
3: billion percent. I, 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 a person who disagrees with the statement, you likely would have forgotten about Nick Cannon if he hadn't married Mariah Carey. Anyone who disagrees with that statement should be put in jail. I mean, honestly, well, I it should be put like in a home or something. We kept, usually kept away hear
2: that. Yeah, I mean, we usually hear that as the female. I feel like often is the one that marries oh, yes. someone and yeah, kind of like the like, comeuppance. You know, yeah, yeah, like it's not. It's a little bit more rare for someone of Mariah Carey status, especially back then, um, to you know go after a Nick Cannon from MTV. But like, good for him, and he, you know, he fucking made the best of it. I mean, he definitely used that. And honestly, if you look at his hosting career after that. You know, he basically just developed himself as a personality. Oh, yeah. Which which was better than a rapper. So, you know, he's good.
3: (laughs) Yeah, honestly. (laughs) Well, he's,
1: turns out he's better
2: at that than
3: rapping as well, thankfully.
1: (laughs) And as we say on this show all the time, hosting is hard. And he actually is a pretty decent host. I mean, he was the host of, I mean, think about it. America's Got Talent is a humongous, still right now, today, a humongous television show. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the Masked Singer, despite what you think of it, is a widely watched television show on Fox. Like it really, like no, he, he is.
2: Got, he got to big time. He's like basically, um, like Ryan Seacrest. You know, he's like that classic yeah, host. But for me, him as a host, it's like he's got that big silly personality. Like, whoa, that was crazy!
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I,
2: I, <laughs> I've <laughs> been but 20% of me is like, mm, really? Like you thought those like five little kids doing flips on each other's backs were just like, so well, don't, I don't know. I like, just That's the thing. It's like
3: you want to equate him with Seacrest because Nick Cannon on that level is sort of, you could view him as being as utilitarian as Ryan Seacrest is. Like, you could, like, Ryan Seacrest could host, like, a child's tea party or an actual war. Like, he is the ultimate professional out. he can do anything. Mm-hmm. Nick Cannon's sort of like that. He just injects... An aspect of his personality in there that everything he hosts, I feel like I'm watching MTV Spring Break from 1997 yeah, or 98. Like yeah. oh, every God, he just he just that. has that personality. But you know what I mean. I know. Yeah, but it's he so, asked it's those beautiful. children to flash you know, them. It
2: was so weird. It was so weird.
3: <laughs> the way he talks, and it's not just him. It's everyone who hosted anything on MTV back then as well. They yes. sort of talk. I still hear it in Carson Daly every time mm. he speaks. I don't. It's it's like a sense memory. I feel. That is-
2: Really interesting point. And I, I, I'm I going to agree with you on that one. I'm going to give you and, that one.
1: And you know what he's good at? Is like, even like some random woman who's like, my kid like, is singing and I'm like terrified and like, they're good. I hope they do well. He like gets them going. Like, he really sure. does like put the whereas like Ryan Seacrest will be like the anchor in the storm. Like, Nick Cannon's like hyping people up and making them f- have a fun. Agreed. And- like, Agreed. look, look at your kid. Isn't that crazy? You know, he's really there to be the hype man, not to bring he's it back be to why. And now genuine. Days, but-
2: do you like believe that he really cares? Like do you think it's genuine? I don't even
1: think I need I don't even think that's I need to care or need to believe it. It's just I think he does a good job because he brings energy to situations that might not have any energy and yeah. kind of is a clown a little bit, but it's I don't know, it it works.
2: He goes for it. He goes all out, you know? Yeah. Like it you know.
1: And I mean not for nothing on the it mass his all, singer. Something. On the mass Singer, when it's so fucking obvious who the person is, or they're terrible, or like it's not even they're not even that great. And the all of the judges and the audience have to act like they're hearing Celine Dion perform from like the one foot in the grave. Like they <laughs> like <laughs> act like they are truly when you have you have you ever watched that show? Only clips, truly
2: only clips. So Nikki, I actually have really seen you him get, get, that you that show. You can't get you won't be
1: able to get through a full episode because you will be horrified that this is what's on TV. Because people are like what? And it's like zooming in on their faces and they're like they act like it's Meghan Markle being like unveiled every (laughs) single time. Like truly they're like this is Princess Diana's ghost! Like and it's it's, I love her to death but it's Countess Luanne. You know what I mean? Like
2: Are they always good? Like, are the singers always good? No, sometimes they're terrible. Hence,
1: Wendy will in the Uh. most iconic performance ever. Wendy Williams singing Mm -hmm. and laughing and making herself laugh and snort and burp during her performance—the best thing ever. I'll send it to you. Yeah, but like that, or it was like Leanne Rhymes, like winning and her being unveiled and everyone being like, we had no idea that it was you, and they were like, we didn't know you could sing this well. Do you know what I mean? Like you have, are it's, we, it's one or Leanne the other.
2: Can sing that well, Leanne
1: Well, Rimes, they're country. disguising their voices, right, on the show. Not when they're singing. When they're singing, it's just their voice. But when they talk, it's a like robot voice. Got it. So they'll give you well, clues uh, of who they are, and they're like, "Well, I used to be blah, 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 blah. So and when Leanne, Leanne Rhymes
3: is singing on that show, can you, if you're watching at home and you're like a giant Leanne Rhymes fan, do you you speak, know it's like, her? And yet, she This this cast of people
1: didn't didn't know it was her. Do, they don't have a clue, Dominic. They couldn't tell you up from down about it.
3: Interesting.
1: It's crazy. Like she's a real singer, <laughs> yeah, I feel like they're so. coming for me right
3: now. No, I really no, no. don't
1: know. No, I'm just saying. It's like it's insane that people watch this TV show and are like, "Oh yeah, this is believable at all." Like it's insane. <laughs>
2: Wow, we have some catching up to do. I mean, a lot. I mean,
3: I've I've never watched an episode of it, to be
1: honest with you. I know it's,
3: but who are the judges? And and I want to be unfit.
1: I want to be with you when you watch. I want to be, you need to be in my home when you watch two minutes of it. Cause if you watch one of the audience reactions, you will say, turn this off immediately.
2: Okay. So we're going to give him, we're going to give him some real props on his hosting. He hasn't gotten these gigs out of nowhere. He definitely found his little niche, but it's almost like, He then said, oh, man, I am so amazing. Let's create more of me. (laughs) You know, like he like bought into his own hype.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And then he said that over and over and over and over and over and over again.
3: (laughs) We should mention a couple of other things about him. I mean, obviously he has and I can't remember because I know one of his children passed away, but I do believe he has 12 serious. Well, as a baby, like was yeah, you know, in the past baby. couple of years. Oh, that's yeah. horrible. Mm-hmm. That's terrible. Like oh wait. a
2: one-year-old, I think. Yes. Maybe less, even.
3: Right, 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 right. And then had children as recently, I think, as 2022, giving him, I believe, a 12th child, if I'm not mistaken. But there were other moments. Remember, he was accused of, there was like a rash of this happening a few years ago where people who were like reposting or liking anti-Semitic, Uh, stuff on the internet. And he was one of them and had to end up issuing an apology to his Jewish friends about liking some anti-Semitic posts on the internet. And then, and I don't know if these happened around the same time, but remember he resigned from America's Got Talent and there was something controversial attached to that. And I don't know if we ever got to the bottom of it. He no, I said don't remember that. he hosted the show from 2009 to 2016, and then announced he would not be back in 2017, citing creative differences between him and the executives of NBC.
1: Well, yeah, the creative differences were that they wanted Tyra Banks to be the host, and then she was the host, and they were like, "Why have we let this insane woman into this show? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'll get her out of the building." They
1: were like, "Get her out!" What of have here. we done to ourselves? What, what have we done to ourselves? <laughs>
3: Because at least once a show, when Tyra hosted it, she was like, Hi, I'm Tyra Banks, and this is America's Got Talent. You know who's got talent? Me, bitch. (laughs) I'm Tyra (laughs) Banks, and I have talent. (laughs) Oh, I love Tyra Banks. Anyway, we're talking about (gasps) literally everyone but Nick Cannon, (laughs) which is sort of indicative of how exciting Nick Cannon probably even is as a person, unless he's impregnating somebody.
1: Well, I'll tell you, well, speaking of impregnating somebody like he gets, I mean, it starts a couple years ago where they're like, guys, like Nick Cannon has like eight kids. Nick Cannon has like nine kids. And it seems that I don't think other than Mariah Carey do any or any of how many baby mamas are there is the question.
2: That's a good how question. Many? My best guess is doo, 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 doo. I'm going with five.
1: Um, is there more
2: than that? There's probably more six than
1: different women. Let's go to the expert. I
3: don't know what mood she's going to be in today. Hey, Siri, how many children does Nick Cannon have?
1: Nick Cannon's one daughter and one son are Golden Cannon and powerful Queen Cannon.
3: Dominic, why are you? Doing <sighs> <laughs> I. It is not. Okay. 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 That is, not what, you, is it's not what I asked. Again, this is the 900th time. When I eventually kill Siri with a <laughs> hammer or a large kettleball, I believe is what they're called, I will do it live on the show. Fuck off, Siri. Go ahead, Chris. I'm so sorry, Nikki, that you had to witness that. I hate losing no, my I, temper I'm with my company.
2: I know. I think you and Siri just need some space. You'll figure it out.
1: Okay. It's a war that they're waging on each other every single day, Nikki. I have to deal with this every day. <laughs> so people to obviously our altar that we worship people.com um, has told me there are 12 children with six different women. That makes and sense. That's a pretty good the average
2: f- to a woman. Yeah. <laughs> At least he's not wasting them.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's better than I, I'm not going to lie to you. It's better than I thought it was. Like Mm -hmm. it's better than I thought it was going to be, and two the first two are Mariah carries two kids with him, yeah, yeah. Who now are like his first two
3: children? Are they his oldest children? The the twins?
1: I want to say yes.
2: I believe I believe that's correct too, because I'm an expert on this. But you know, I think it's interesting (laughs) that if he's having, for the most part, multiple children with the same woman, like at least maybe two very interesting because none of these have been huge relationships or not a lot of them have been. Right. So they're having one baby together. The relationship isn't necessarily working out. Maybe they did have thoughts that it might at first and they have all agreed like, let's just keep doing this, you know? And at that point he might also be with the next woman. It's like, I don't know. Like these women have bought into, they have picked up what he is putting down, you know?
1: Well, that's the thing on, on selling sunset. One of the newer, Realtors is one of his baby mamas.
2: Oh. and Yeah, I'm a fan of the show. I've seen him.
1: Yeah. And in her first season, like, immediately she comes on. And, of course, like, every single one of them is like, spill it like just tell us and she's like tell you what and they're like shut up you stupid fucking idiot like just tell us what we want to hear and she's and there she's like what like we have our relationship and like I don't understand why people are so confused with like my relationship and then that few of them start going after her and they start you know being like just this is a lie like he's not even with you like he has like 900 kids like what are you talking about She's like, nah, we like have a relationship and we're like solid. And then she like finds out off camera while they're filming that he's having a child with someone else and is like at a dinner with some of them. And they then like come back to the other girls and are like, oh, she just had like a mental breakdown at this restaurant because she oh found my out God. that. Yes. Yes. So it's like. I love that. So, like, you see in real time someone, like, defending the relationship and then yeah. being blindsided by a pregnancy and losing their minds. Right. P.S. Rightfully so. It's not like she well, even, I, you know. I mean,
2: you want to say, like, listen, there's a lot of different strokes for different folks. Do whatever And I, re- I mean, truly, like, so I know people in open relationships and that's working for them. And it might not work for them in five years, but it's working for them. Like, you, you do you. You totally do you. I just can't believe that this many women are like, yeah, it's really fine though. Like, it's no big deal. Like, if there's one cool, especially mom, because it, it's one thing to be with someone and like be in an open relationship and like whatever. You start sprinkling some kids in there, and like, uh-huh. bitch, things change. Sure. And so it's a great I, I mean, point. It's hard to be that cool. So it's it's just it's like. I don't know. It's it just, is I hate it's, to say it's hard facade, to be that
1: cool. It's hard like- to be that cool.
2: I mean, commendable if you are, I just, it's, it's hard for me to buy it. And you have to also understand that people are going to be curious because it's not the norm. And I remember that first episode because she was so much like, what? It's like, no big deal. Like, it's just like, we're just doing our thing. And it's like, girl, come on. People need more information. This is like, like, here's the
3: information. Here's the information. If you're one of Nick Cannon's baby mamas. All I want for Christmas is putting your children through college. So when you're appearing anywhere, you're going to say, yeah, I'm fucking fine with whatever. I don't want to love you. (laughs) I mean, that is it. Mariah Carey is putting all of those children through school and everybody was it. Yeah. So wait, is
2: that what's happening? Is, is Does he have a great settlement from Mariah? Because he can't make, I'm not saying he's not making good money, but that's a lot. And these people all seem to be living pretty extravagantly. I mean, where is the money coming from to this degree?
1: I don't know. I really don't. I mean, he's on, like, good shows, I will say. but I mean,
2: of course, but we're talking about 12 children and child support, and every time you see a party of their, like, first birthday or whatever it is, it is to the nines, you know? I just... That's a lot.
3: I don't know. And maybe did he invest well? I'm not even being shady, but like, did he, I mean, those, well, did he do those things that rich people do to stay rich? Those things that I don't do because I'm not yeah. rich.
1: <laughs> and like, not for nothing, Bree was like, I need to get my ass on TV because I need to like make money. Yeah. I need to like sell expensive yeah. real estate to like make commission for this fucking company. Yeah you know what i mean like it's uh-huh. not like she's just sitting pretty she's like out there like working really hard to like make money for her kid i it's i mean and then it's funny because like the first episode like she was like it's fine and people they all were like it is the only reason you were casted on this tv show like how dare you mm. think that it was for any it, reason other they say than it that? to like, her on no i say- mean no but oh. they all but said that to her and i was like yeah. dying
2: well, I remember Googling it when I first saw that first episode because I was like, "What's happening here?" And like, I, I was like, "Is she with Nick Cannon?" Like, what? I, and I, I ended up Googling it because she was being all shady about it, and I had the same thought. I was like, "Girl, you know exactly why you're here." Like, spill. I mean, come on. Like, you're right? I mean, she's don't get me wrong, she's hot and like capitalize on it. I'm not like, yeah, yeah, but you're 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 a you know a reality TV star. They want a little bit more, and here's your like that's what put you over the edge to be on the show for sure. So like I mean to and, a degree, just own it.
1: No, and yeah. like again, we were rabid. Just like the cast members that were next to her, we were rabid to hear one fact about how they live their lives. Like I was ready to hear one thing, and I would have been satiated forever. Because it
3: yeah, doesn't. And like then they together. And he got someone, he got someone <laughs> pregnant, and you found out.
1: Yeah, <laughs> the, the fact, and that's the other thing is that like when she's questioned about it on the show, she's like, "We are what we are," and it's like, "No, like what are you like?" it was there's very non-answers going on and i wonder if that's what he's doing to all of them. Mm. like is he People giving? to define
2: Cause, this
1: because during the holidays i remember all these memes that were like this is about to be the hardest working man in like one day and it was nick oh cannon God. and it was just like a collage of like him with the like all the different christmas photos of like him with all of his kids like in different places with the different uh. wives
2: well, and then that's is sister. No, go go ahead.
1: It's basically sister wives. Like it's like other than them living in the house together, it's like they're all. He's in theory like with all of them, or like at least trying to be there, which is commendable and good. Like that he's like in the kids' lives. That even though he has seventeen million kids, but it's like you saw like holiday picture with the family holiday picture with the next family holiday picture with the third family holiday picture so with the fourth like, everyone but Mariah Carey had like a holiday photo with him this past holiday.
2: Well, because so they're like, all trying to be reality TV stars. They're like, I got to make a, mu- I I got to make a buck. Cause he's going to run out of money soon. You know? Right? Yeah.
1: And he's right. in, he's there's no end in sight also. I mean, do you think well, that when the-
3: he quit America's got talent that three or four of them called up and said, what the fuck are you doing? Like you I would quitting a job. Crawl back would. to NBC and apologize to them, goddammit.
2: Well, honestly, the saddest thing to me, and I mean, obviously, I don't know these women personally, like, and like I said, to each their own, but it seems like, especially from seeing Brie on Selling Sunset, you know, it seems like there's still emotions there, with at least some of them. And and it's hard not to have emotions there when you have the connection of a child Because, yeah, things would be easier and awesome if daddy was, you know, living here at our house instead of blah, 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 blah. And so it just it seems like I am imagining that more than one of these women is kind of hoping that, you know, they're going to be the girl that turns him around. I mean, we've all dated that person that we're like, yeah, like he's kind of an ass and he cheats around or whatever. But like he like I'm special, guys, you know, like he's going to change for me. And I I, feel like that's what you got from Bree in that beginning of Selling Sunset. And then it was like, I think she was fine with the casualness of it because she was getting the most of the casualness. And then when it like went away, she was like, wait a minute. Sure. And if there
3: are more of these women that think they're going to change him, I just want to say to you, good luck. But I will tell you when, and if you do change him, he might be different, but he will still have 12 fucking children <laughs> stay home
1: and like i don't even think it's like he's mean to i think he's like charming the pants off of them literally. that's what i literally yes yeah i don't even think Did you it's say literally yes that would be yes. the funniest word
2: <laughs> that's
3: our catchphrase it's our catchphrase yes
2: can we get that on a t-shirt or something Oh, we have it on a candle we'll send her some oh my god yeah you guys are amazing i'm sorry continue
1: i truly think he's like girl you are every like i love you like i think he is like dickmatizing these women and then they are like i nick cannon's in love with me you know what i mean and they're like he wants to impregnate me like, do you know what I mean? And then he's like, oh, what, huh? And then he's like, gone, baby, gone. And then he's like, no, I love you. Like, I think he's just like a smooth operator. Like, I, is and that, I think,
2: am I wrong? Yes. Like, and, no, for sure. And I think, I think he's one of those very, very uh, dangerous men who truly believes it in yes. that moment. Mm-hmm. Like, he you does know, love those, all of
1: them, actually. Yeah. yeah. Those <laughs>
2: first six months he's like Brie or whoever. He's like, wow. He's like, this woman is amazing. Yeah, insert name here. Want, yeah, yeah <laughs> oh my goodness. Like, I think he really does believe it. <laughs> Even, like, he, he believes his own BS. And so, yeah. yeah, it's a slippery slope. And then there suddenly, you got child number 13. I, I mean, it's gonna happen again. It's gonna happen again. How could it um,
1: not?
3: Well, the other thing, too, is that everyone knows Nick Cannon uh lays pipe basically like we've seen like we've been to the we've been to the websites that just have collages of his dick in slacks when he co-hosted when he hosted the daytime Nick Cannon show there was just like 20 or 30 times where his dick was clearly visible. So then, you know, you sort of understand how is he able to? He is literally literally dickmatizing them with yes. what can only be described from what I understand as a scepter gifted to him <laughs> by the Lord. Um and wow. so that's definitely part of it.
2: That's going to be on the back <laughs> side of the t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Like a dick imprint of Nick Cannon. Yeah, I,
2: I have not seen those pictures. Um, just if anyone else oh, there is go not in the know walk. like me, yes. <laughs> when
3: we leave here, just go right there. If you just if you just Google yeah. Nick Cannon
1: dick, uh, it'll pop up.
2: Well, yeah, I, I assumed,
1: <laughs> but I'm up. <laughs> I have seen Nick Cannon in person back in the day when uh, the Super Bowl was in New York slash New Jersey. I worked on a – it was a concert series for VH1, and it was called, like, I don't even – Super Bowl Blitz, like, concert or something like that. And it was basically a concert in every borough of New York and then a concert in New Jersey, like, in the nights leading up to the Super Bowl. And Nick Cannon was the host alongside – get ready for this name to slap you in the face – Stacy Keebler. Do we remember her? What?
2: Ooh.
1: Remember Stacey her?
2: Stacy Keebler. Of the Keebler Elves?
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> wow.
2: no, the, the name same. is so familiar. Please fill me in. She I was dating. Know that
1: name. She dated um George Clooney for like two milliseconds t- to That's get famous. Right. And at the That's time right. she was like a hit like she was like gonna become a knit girl and then never did but she was hosting this thing and she was really pretty but i nick cannon at one point we were at the beacon theater in new york city tlc was performing and nick cannon was like two like basically five feet away from me and i will say he was very hot in person is he tall
2: is yeah he's, he's like got some norm- on him yeah not like crazy he's not like no, seven but like, foot tall he's, but not- he's like approaching six foot or like you know yeah. he's like
3: I watched this. Hey Siri, how tall is Nick Cannon?
1: <laughs> Nick Cannon is 6 feet.
3: Well look we at you bitch. Gold star for today, Siri. <laughs> it's about time.
2: So I actually got to drink him in on I don't know if you you actually didn't name this show with his accolades, the Nick Cannon show. His oh. daytime talk show.
3: All the collages of him having a big dick and pants are from that daytime show, by the way. Mm,
2: that's what he was going for, huh?
3: Mm-hmm. But tell us, is this your story because we know afternoon you
2: have a Nick- delight? Yeah, no, so. Um so the Nick Cannon <laughs> show, I believe it only ran for one season. Uh-huh. And I'm going to say that was, um, I don't know, COVID, COVID times, last couple of years. Yes. And so they wanted to do food segments. And that is one of my specialties. Uh, I am a chef by trade. And so I went on, I did their very first food segment on the Nick Cannon show.
3: Ooh. Mm-hmm.
2: It was a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. The whole, I hate. Well, like the the whole production was rough. It was rough. Oh, no, I handled it, you know, like a butte. And even when you're missing avocados for your avocado dish, you make it work. And don't get me wrong, actually, Nick really did do a great job. Also noticing the things that were happening and trying to keep it going the best he could. But I remember when I first arrived at the show. You know, I was having one of those Nick Cannon moments kind of like we had before. You know, like I know this guy, but why do I know him so well? Like what right. are the things he's been on. And so one of the producers was catching me up and she starts mentioning, you know, he's got 12 kids or whatever it was at the time, maybe 11. And I think that she's mentioning this because this is a topic that we will not be approaching today. You know, like sometimes producers will come on and be like, listen, you know, they're sensitive about this or definitely don't bring up like their divorce or something. Sure,
1: Yeah, like they're a a consummate alcoholic. Please don't talk to them about my drinking.
2: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. you know, like these are little like (laughs) wonderful things that producers like Chris will give you heads up on so you don't look an asshole. Uh Uh-huh. And so I'm like, oh, got you, got you, got you. I was like, okay, no kid talk. No, you know. And they're like, no, 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 no. They're like, this is his like shtick. This is what, you know, like he's really on the show pushing hard that he has all these kids. So like, ah. it's like, it's his fun thing. So it definitely might come up. So we want to make sure that you, so really the producer was coaching me on, you know, his latest Talk child and his and how many yeah. he has. And I was like, this is a really interesting choice. And honestly, not a terrible one from a PR perspective. You know, this man really is just himself. He is a host and he doesn't really have a ton of other reality TV kind of things. So it's amazing that like his children became the thing that he was known for and that right. we wanted that's the to brand kind of now. stake his claim of his show on a little right. bit. Right, like post you know?
3: I'm Mariah Carey's husband, that's his shtick. I have 12 kids
2: you have 12 kids and like but i will say when i went on the show i remember thinking this is going to be interesting like i just thought of him as this like hyper energy kind of guy from america's got talent and i will say that he took everything really seriously and when the lights did come on he had a very controlled energy he really did it's not that easy hosting in general but especially not at all. daytime tv and food stuff. You've got to like keep it going. You got to ask the right questions. And he really did do a fantastic job and I remember leaving thinking, "Oh, this might like have legs. Like this this could go somewhere." I mean, it didn't, but you know, right. I, I I gotta give him his props there. But I thought it was so interesting that they were coaching me on, hey, make sure you know about all his kids. And I was like, right. okay. <laughs> well, let me ask you now, cool. having
3: having met him, do you have one or two children with him at this point? So we're
2: working on baby number three <laughs> coming
3: soon. <laughs> cut off. now
2: we're Nick we're Cannon so has excited.
3: a is a Noah's Ark fetish. I can only have pairs of children with each oh woman, and then they're out.
2: Well, I do have tw- I, I do have twins. Can you imagine if one of my twins came out a little darker than the other one? <laughs> oh, that was about that time. No, no. But I do oh think he's a tall goodness. drink of water. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, he, you know, yeah, there was a part of me that was like, hey, what's what's going on there?
1: Well, Nikki, that story you know? reminds me. He's a good-looking me. man. I'm looking at him right now. No, he's definitely. Yeah. He
2: is a good-looking man. He's yes. aged very well. Mm-hmm. Like, you know.
1: That story reminds me that he did a Buffalo Wild Wings commercial recently that was like, <laughs> buy one, get one free. And he's like, I have so many kids. Like, I need buy one, get one free or something. Oh and it was I like, like Nick Cannon pokes fun at being a dad of 12 in Buffalo Wild Wings ad, colon, a lot of mouths to feed. <laughs> like, that was a commercial. And then there was one where it was like, I don't think it was the same commercial, but he was like, I don't even know what the commercial was for, but it was something where it was like, don't let Nick Cannon like look at you because he'll get you pregnant.
2: Yeah.
1: (laughs) And the girl was like, oh no, oops. And like she had a big pregnant belly. Uh, Like he really is like embracing it in a way that I, is kind of upsetting because it's like, no, like this shouldn't be the butt of a joke that you have 12 kids. Like with, I don't know. It's just. It's
2: like his sex tape. He's like, you know, like this is gonna.
1: Nikki. A hundred percent. Yep.
2: We speak the same language. And here's the problem is that like on a serious note, now most of these kids are pretty young. Mariah's kids are a little bit older, but like there are actual children out there that are never, never going to get enough time with their dad. I don't care if he's the dad of the year. He also has a, a career that is A huge career. Demanding, a huge career. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of people don't understand that. A lot of those TV shows and stuff, you know, they shoot for months. They are taking you on the road. And so it's like, you know, I don't know. At some point, the joke kind of becomes not so funny when you're like – you know i agree these kids are writing their memoirs at 20 and they're like you know i was one of nick cannon's 22 kids and here's my story like ooh,
1: yeah it's it's ripe for tlc i'll tell you that much oh <laughs> it's right it's i
3: uh, mean, are we are we at are the pitching hour because uh, yeah, speaking I was of tlc i have I something to say
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay anything else we need to say about nick cannon before we do the pitches
3: I think we've covered it all, including his actual canon, so take it away.
2: Oh, wow, that was such a great tie-in. I missed that
1: before. (laughs) That's
2: why you're the host and I'm the guest. Good job, Doug. I just
3: have dick on the brain.
1: Yeah, well, (laughs) ding dong. (laughs) Um, (laughs) ah,
3: Ding dong!
1: Nick Cannon. (laughs) Um, Speaking of the learning channel, I mean... (laughs) I haven't done it in a while, but I mean, it's a reality show with him and all of the wives and the kids. It, re- If it's a reboot of Sister Wives, go ahead. But like it is him. We follow with cameras him doing every single one of those Christmas photo shoots and watching these people squirm on camera to try and say that they believe in whatever fucking relationship they have with him. And we just keep those cameras on them long enough. And then we start to see the cracks and then they're going to start. It's going to be like a house of cards and it's going to be beautiful, beautiful, beautiful television because every single person in the, in the relationship is lying and we all know it. And they know that we know that they're, that they know it truly. And I think and it can start as like fun world, like fun. Look how crazy it is that I have 12 kids. It's what he wants. Like he wants this. He'll do it in two seconds. Little does he know it will be the absolute downfall of every single person that it touches. But it will be something that we will eat up like breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I will be watching this show. And I well, think it's either
2: yeah, no, we were talking about selling Sunset and the very small morsels that Brie was giving about their relationship. Or no, we were wrapping mm-hmm. the situation, and we all had the same response to it. So, when you look at that, you have to say, Well, if these three weirdos have that response, then you know, there's quite a few other weirdos out there that would. And yeah, yeah but you're right, I think that it would go south, it would go south. <laughs> would go south.
1: Um, and it, that's, that's my pitch.
3: I too am pitching a reality show today, mm-hmm. which I don't I, I I don't know that this has happened before where we're both pitching reality shows in the same. But mine is mine's completely different. My reality show is where Nick Cannon hosts a series of Bachelor-esque miniseries oh, where that. he marries off his baby mamas <laughs> to the men that are actually going to be loyal and also raise Nick's children. Oh my God. And that is my bitch.
1: Wow. Raise Nick's children is a great title. Of- Yo, I love it. Raise my kids. Raise Nick Cannon's kids. Raise oh,
3: Nick Cannon's kids.
2: I like that. Cause then the baby mamas get a little airtime, you know? Yes.
1: Yeah.
3: And it's just like little versions of the bachelor one after the other.
1: Yeah, season one, wow. two, three, four. Season one. Every Five, season. Six. <laughs> every
3: season. But seriously, there are enough baby mamas that you could do this for several years.
2: Oh, no, for several. And then he'll just keep making them. To I keep mean, he'll just keep doing it. Yeah. Yes.
1: <laughs> Well, I will say, Dominic, I will point out that your your um, pitch incentivizes him to have like 14, 15 children. And he needs to be stopped. I'll just say that. <laughs>
3: What if? Can I amend my pitch to say that before the series starts, he must have during the finale. He must have a live. He must have a vasectomy (laughs) live on the after the final rose reunion. (laughs) Ah, For the first time in Ray's Nick Cannon's kids' history, a live (laughs) vasectomy.
2: So that's these are good pitches, guys, and well, and they were very short. Well, I think they're short because we've all seen this obvious thread of this is reality. And so we just kind of want more of that. But and it's funny because Chris's I definitely want to watch. Like, I, I watch some reality TV for sure, but I wouldn't say I'm hardcore. You know, like I like to pick and choose. I mean, Vanderpump Rules early seasons, especially. Come on. Yeah.
0: Unparalleled. That's-
2: amazing but i'm not watching like every real housewives i'll watch some bachelor but if i don't like the guy i tune out you know i i I have real high standards (laughs) here and the idea of nick cannon and like you said going from one you know holiday party to the next and pretending that this is normal and everyone pretending it's normal but it's so not normal i mean i will be watching however if we're talking about actually fixing him keeping this going you know and like if we're if we're concerned if we're really trying to fix him in a way that supports him (laughs) and not just entertains us (laughs) then i think keeping him as an actual host on dominic's fucked up series of marrying off these baby mamas actually would be the best for his career because you know Chris's show is going south fast.
1: Yeah, I'm really now that I'm thinking about it I really wasn't helping him at all in this bitch. Yeah. I, I was well, like hastening his him. demise. It was like, a paycheck don't. at least. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean
2: honestly he would have a surge in his notoriety, you know? Oh, like I think yeah. things would I think things would really go up for him over the course of the next three ish years. But there's but then it's you know, he's already invited a lot of talk about his personal life and he'd be inviting a lot more. Mm. And I think it's like when you get like a little too famous or have too many followers on Instagram or a video goes too viral and suddenly people come out of the woodwork just to tear you down. Like all the comments go negative. I think it would just, you know, it would go south fast. So at least Dominic's pitch, we get to keep seeing what's going to happen with Nick Cannon and his baby mamas. I go with Dominic. Dominic's (laughs) on a
1: roll. He's on a roll. I am on a
2: roll.
3: I'm just letting the listeners know this because they are, as we get deeper into winter and maybe turning into spring, what you're looking for here, the narrative here, is a comeback story from the younger generation (laughs) to show (laughs) the nearer-to-death generation why their ideas are in the past. And so, Chris...
1: No, but Dominic, yeah, you're the only person that pitched something today that would fix Nick Cannon. I was, I was truly ushering him Paltest. into cancel like cancellation. You really were. Which I mean, is I think the it's opposite of what this podcast is. Right. Just is simply the show I want to watch.
3: <laughs> right. I don't really care about Nick Cannon, which is interesting. That it's interesting that what I've done is save him when I probably <laughs> like him less than you do. But I'm here <laughs> to serve. I guess it's part of our job.
1: Oh, Lord. Well, I got to get my fucking shit together is really what I need to do. Um, Nikki, thank you so much for being here. Where can people find you?
2: Yeah, guys, find me um, on social media. I love it, and I like to connect. So at Nikki Dinky, spelled how you might expect, N-I-K-K-I-D-I-N-K-I. I -I -I -I. I always say if you Google me, there's no other Nikki Dinkies out there. (laughs) Um, But definitely check out your So Creative podcast. Um, It's a good time, especially if you're in that world of creative thinkers um, and yeah, you know, follow along and hopefully, I mean, hopefully I'll be back because
1: oh, for is sure, where, this is whenever where you want, want people
2: to find me,
1: whenever I'm you already
2: want. thinking, I'm like, who, who's next? Because yeah. I mean, well, please let us know and say,
1: I approach need to the take bench. need fix. Yeah, <laughs> approach the bench. We're ready oh to God. take <laughs> submissions. We're, yes, oh, please.
2: That, why? That sounded so sexy. I'm like, what's happening here? There's a bench yeah. and submissions. <laughs> like, Okay, I, you know, on the side, I've been googling Nick Cannon dick or whatever.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I just pulled it up. Look Wait, I'm, I'm gonna. Here.
1: I I actually am gonna Google.
3: <laughs> yeah, there was like a leak. Uh, there was a leak on Twitter a couple of years ago, and
1: um, a leak.
3: Oh, yeah, of course,
1: sure. it's in Page Six. Fans lose their minds over Nick Cannon's apparent bulge on TV. Well, that <laughs> I mean, that bulge in that thing it does. Oh my look God, like it's humongous. Oh God, who does he think he is, John Hamm? <laughs> It's huge.
3: It is. It's a big one. It yeah, looks yeah. like it could make a dozen children.
1: These poor women. Boom, boom, okay. Boom, boom,
3: boom, boom, boom. Chris, where can the listeners of this
1: podcast find you? They can find me at the Krista Rosa. They can find the show at Fixing Famous People. You can find the Patreon at patreon.com slash People. We did this out of order, Dominic. Where can the listeners find you?
3: Yeah. Because no one asked me,
1: Chris. That's I'm why sorry, I was Googling. I was stigmatized no by Nick Cannon's penis, the, okay? But
3: do you see now how he's able to impregnate all of these women? I'm trying to I promote do. myself.
1: Yes. Where can people find you, Dominic?
3: Oh, thanks, Dominic, Chris. Where can people find you? I, I <laughs> just, I <haven't laughs> my that. God! I mean, the de- this is the definition of being Good. clamored. I love it.
2: Jump in here. The website,
3: salmonary.com. <laughs> the socials is Dominic Pupa, and or just go to the Fixing Famous People Instagram page. And find me there, Chris. You've already wish- said where we could find you. Would you like to deliver some
1: closing remarks? I would. <laughs> I would. I wish you both well, and. As always, where's Shelley? Goodbye. Did not see that coming.